Hello, and welcome back to the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. I'm Bruce, and I'm joined by my best friend, Nolan. Hey, Nolan. What up, BFF? What is going <laughs> on? Oh, man. just I'm, I'm ready to talk some Dave. I mean, we've got some Dave, and then we've got some DMB. This is episode 39, everybody. And Nolan, why don't you go ahead and give them a little preview of what we got for them this week? Oh, yeah, Bruce. This is the last stop on the 2020 Pseudo Summer Tour. We are going to hit up a few Midwest venues. But before we wrap up our little tour here, Bruce, we have got to talk about Dave live by request on Sirius XM from last week. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. We've, we've got some thoughts there. We definitely need to dive into that. But, you know, I'm shedding a little tear. The Pseudo Summer Tour coming to an end, like you said. And I am rocking the Pseudo Summer Tour. The 2020 Pseudo Summer Tour official t-shirt right now. Oh, same. I've got my Yeti cup. Ooh, wow. Oh, yeah. Crushing it. I've got the Yeti cup with the Gray Street Pod stickers on it. And everyone, you might want to grab yours because they're going fast. We still have a few left, um, I believe, Nolan, of the shirts, and then a few stickers as well. Grab them while you can or on our Etsy uh, page there. Um, I'll link it in the uh, description for this episode, and then you can also find the link, I believe, on our Instagram page. But all right, Mr. Twin, why don't you go ahead and tell them also who is sponsoring the final stop, the last stop of the 2020 Pseudo Summer Tour? Oh, that would be our wonderful friends at Cruise Into Wellness CBD and Scones by Juliet. Incredible sponsors. They have been very kind to us. Please check them both out. They are at Cruise Into Wellness CBD on Instagram and at Scones by Juliet on Instagram. You can uh, order through them. Check out Scones by Juliet's Etsy shop code dmb scones for a little discount and code graypod on cruise into wellness for that 20 percent off be sure to check that out oh yeah go ahead and feed your soul both with some cbd and with some scones just delicious and that best of what's around scone that apple uh what is it apple strudel apple crisp Nolan, that is like perfect apple crisp Yes, that is perfect for the fall season. So everybody go ahead and support those that support us. Thank you, Nolan. Let's go ahead and jump in. Uh, just, I mean, it's almost been a week, but last Friday night we were we were uh, given a treat by Mr. Matthews and by SiriusXM. Fans were able to send in their request for Dave to play another solo set, and this one did not disappoint. This one was absolutely epic. The last one brought some surprises, but Nolan, I'm not sure. This one may have brought a few more. Bruce, this solo set was just everything I wanted it to be and more. Let's run through this real quick because it was epic, man. Uh, do you remember You Might Die Trying, The Stone, Seek Up, Granny, Lie in our graves, say goodbye, one sweet world, two-step, steady as we go, and every day. I mean, that is strong. And Bruce, courtesy of the Almanac here, some pretty, pretty interesting notes. The first Dave solo stone since 2003. Can you believe that? Um, I actually can, but geez, seven, that's 17 years ago. That is ridiculous. Yeah, well, it gets even more ridiculous because it's the first Dave Solo Seek Up since 1996. Oh, Also the first Say Goodbye since that same show in 1996. That is April 14th. Uh, we need to immediately go check that show out and... It just—it's the—it's uh, the Sweetbriar show. It is Sweetbriar officially released. Oh, yeah! I love that release. It is maybe one of the most underrated releases in the DMB canon. Yes, Bruce, it doesn't stop there. Granny, first Dave solo since 06. 
same for Lie in Our Graves. That is from the same show as well, May 15th, 2006, which is a Dave Solo show from London. Unreal. So that was all awesome, man. What was your favorite uh, part of the night? Mm, um, it's really tough. I mean, obviously, you know, I fawn over any time the stone is played, and I thought that he did an incredible job. But I think that I'm going to have to go with my favorite part, just being the One Sweet World intro. I mean, that being that returning Dave mm-hmm. throwing that on, in front of One Sweet World um, after speaking about Roy, you know, maybe that's where he really misses Roy's voice, as he said. Um, Roy's voice on the song was during the intro because, oh man, you know, we've highlighted it a couple times here on the podcast. Um, That instrumental intro is beautiful, but Roy is really what made it. And it was just really cool to hear Dave play it uh, solo because it really highlights how great of a, you know, what a great guitar riff that is. Oh my God. It's so good. I was playing it and my son was just like bobbing his head to it. He was so jazzed that it was brought back. And maybe it's here to stay. That would be pretty awesome, Bruce. And then, you know, we'll just add that to our little tally of things that Gray Street Pod has helped to bring back in the yep. DMV catalog. Um, unreal. But, man, I think my favorite part might have been the uh, two-step. And just hearing two-step solo... I don't know what it was about it. I love playing that song just by myself. Um, so to hear Dave play it was cool. And then the story about the epic uh, giant stadium version with the rain and lightning and thunder, uh, that that was pretty cool. Um, but Bruce, I think we may have found out some more info uh, via this broadcast about the new album that uh, we did not expect. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, potentially very, very, uh, you know, giving us a very deep insight into what's going on over there at Haunted Hollow because we had Buddy Strong join in on this show and he played the piano part to Steady As We Go and ooh, baby, did it sound good. Dave's voice sounded great um, just throughout. It was very, very good here as well. But Buddy, I mean, man, he sounded so good on this song. Either way, though, Nolan... The fact that he performed here, was he there? Did he record that and send it in? Highly doubtful. Steady As We Go, Nolan, is really a song that, in my opinion at least, you need to have some sort of communication. Uh, You have to have that timing down. You know, whether it's Dave looking over at Buddy, Buddy looking at Dave to see exactly, you know, when they're going to go into a certain part, what the timing is there. I'm not so sure that you could just record that and send it in. And plus, it sounded so crisp, so good. It sounded like the studio. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking he was there. That's the only thing that makes sense. And then from that, they they got to be working on a new album. I mean, it's, they just have to be. And we can't wait to hear more info about that. Uh, just I love getting new music and the buildup around a new album with this band. It doesn't happen often. And that's what makes it even more exciting. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, (laughs) to transition very quickly, because that was a great segue there, just about a new album, about being in Charlottesville. Um, They just announced today that Dave's going to be performing next week, um, somewhere between October 16th and 18th, no confirmation on the date, for the Save Our Stages Festival, and he's going to be playing at the beautiful Jefferson Theater in Charlottesville the da- on the downtown mall there. Um, don't have a lot of information on it. We know he's going to be doing this solo, but he's going to be still in Seaville um, next weekend as well. So, you know, that's going to be getting close to at least a month that we know that he's been there. Yes, excellent, Bruce means it will be here soon before you know it i mean it's not like they have anything else to do during all of this craziness no i agree they should be doing this and i can't wait to get more information i can't wait to hear another dave solo set hopefully it's more than just a couple tunes um and i wish i could be there because the jefferson theater is a an amazing spot to see some music um i believe that's the only place i've ever seen tr3 play uh to be honest with you um 
But yeah, anyways, let's cool. segue out of the Dave solo stuff. Let's bring in the full band. Come on in, band. Let's do this. And Nolan, let's close out our 2020 pseudo summer tour with a run through the Midwest and um, a little bit of the Deep South as well. Where are we kicking things off? Wow. We are going to start off with Albuquerque. Come on down. Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> yes. Home of Walter White. Let's go. We're going to start this off May 14th. 2001 throwback and uh bruce i believe uh there's some type of uh sound check audio that we may have come across here yeah um you know these things are kind of frowned upon but you know there are those that have these and um you know i can or cannot confirm that uh during sound checked you know they're discussing things and you know, before the show, they're talking about how high up Albuquerque is and all this stuff. And then Dave kind of starts talking about some songs that they should play during the sound check they need to work on um, and that they have not played yet. Uh, right after the release of the Everyday album, Nolan and these three are Mother, Father, Fool to Think, and Dreams of Our Fathers. And they still have not played that one. But Dave also mentions that Dreams of Our Fathers is going to be great when they get Butch to come in and fatten the sound. Um, and Boyd chimes in with, uh, well, I can't wait to hear what the ladies can do on it. And Dave says, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to hear them what they do on all these tunes. They'll be fat. P-H-A-T, fat. Back in 2001, Nolan. Um, oh, yeah. And right after that, I was just like, okay, I'm done. So fat, dude? <laughs> I mean, can't wait to hear what the ladies do with those everyday tunes. Oh, I don't know, but it's going to be fat. So, so fat. Almost as fat as this Jimmy thing. Ooh, with friend of the pod, Eric Krasno, marking the first time Krasno guested with the DMB. Ooh, pretty cool, Bruce. Yeah, absolutely. Um, This is going to be a trend here for Albuquerque that they have some surprise electric guitar guests here. Um, but yeah, this is a pretty solid one. Um, and, you know, Eric Krasno, we gave a shout out to him last episode and we played a little bit of his stuff. We're going to do it again right here because, I mean, this is his first time. Um, a little DMB virgin here. We got to give a shout out to Kras. So take it away, Kras.
Good stuff, Kraz. That is awesome. Hopefully, uh, we get to talk to you sometime on the pod. Let's uh, let's make that happen. Ooh, that'd be awesome. And uh, that would be really cool, Bruce. Actually, I believe uh, Bruce. I've actually seen Krasno guest with DMB. Did you know that? I did. Um, in '05. And did you know that I've also seen him guest with DMB? I did. And was it not in 05? <laughs> it was not in 05. Mine was 2012 at SPAC. Nailed it. <laughs> oh. That is awesome. All right, Kraz, we'll get you on here soon. And uh, one other thing to note from this show, Big Eyed Fish made its song debut here. Ooh. And, uh, I mean, an underappreciated DMB song, I feel. Um, always love seeing Big Eyed Fish, Bruce. Yeah, man. First time played. So awesome. I think the fans were just dying for this song after they had heard it on the Lily White sessions. Um, they had been chanting for it, I believe, even back in 2000. Um, and then on the official printed set list, the scan has a Fish Monkey listed there as the name of it. And then um, it was supposed to be an encore of Fish Monkey and JTR. Uh, this encore was Big Eyed Fish, Long Black Veil, and Ants Marching, so pretty, still pretty awesome. Whoa. But um, why don't we go ahead and play just a little bit of this uh, first time ever Big Eyed Fish here. Um, yeah, like you said, underrated song, I still believe, and it is always good. was just some delightful listening right there bruce we're gonna jump to 2004 now and another important show in dmb's history bruce this is the first full band show that mr tim reynolds has guested on since live in chicago 12 1998 wow august 23rd 2004 timmy's first show back with the full band and uh he guests on four songs and they are quite random um <laughs> but it's just a, a very weird mashup of songs that they're like hey tim come play on these we're gonna go with help myself crash into me nancy's and too much as the set closer and for me the highlight here is this dancing nancy's it is r- real nice oh man yeah it really is um just yeah, very random. Like, help myself? What? Um, Crash always, you know, yeah. he has nice fills and stuff, but he's not, you know, showing off really. And then, yeah, he gets to show off on the Nancy's uh, right there. That is pretty, pretty awesome. And, you know, to have Tim randomly show up at the Albuquerque, New Mexico show, at first, you know, I was kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> Why? I forgot Tim used to live in Albuquerque. Um, you know, he used to, or at least yep. in New Mexico somewhere, um, which makes sense because, I mean, obviously they held him at Roswell there because Tim's an alien. Um, but pretty <laughs> cool that he shows up here, Nolan. And, you know, I think that we just need to go ahead and play some of this Nancy's because, uh, whoo boy. 
Dave and Tim, that is a really cool groove, and uh, one that seems pretty unique. You don't really hear that one too often, and uh, you know they end the set with too much. Nice fills by Tim, but Bruce, maybe the biggest thing to ever happen with the band in Albuquerque was Julia Roberts showing up at the August thirty first, two thousand five show. <laughs> Big Julia Roberts fan here. Uh, you probably. Most notably, know her from playing the Dream Girl <laughs> in the music video notably. for DMB's song "Dream Girl." That's that's where you know her from. Yeah. So so nice of her to come support the band uh, for letting her be in that incredible music video. I agree. I mean, it really jump started her career. Really, you know, I think she has <laughs> DMB to thank for her stardom. Um, wow, just pretty awesome. Okay, so we had Tim Reynolds, 04, um, Julia Roberts, mm-hmm. 05, and then... Julia, come on the pod. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we jump all the way to 2009, where we have another debut of, well, something. And this song has probably been played mm, almost as much as any ever uh, since this debut. And that song <laughs> is Seven, Nolan. Welcome 
seven. Yes. Uh, May 5th, 2009, you were brought into the DMB fold. You were debuted here um, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, yeah, Nolan, do you remember when this song debuted? Do you remember where you were or hearing it for the first time or anything like that? Yeah, on the fifth day of May in the drizzling rain, Bruce, if you know, you know, um, but yeah, I uh, I remember hearing Seven, I believe it was, uh, you know, part of the early Big Whiskey sessions leaked. Yep. It was like Big Whiskey and the Crew Crux King, I think. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> something like that. Something like that, something weird, um, but... Yeah, I I didn't particularly care for that version, but I do like the album version and um it's a it's a fun song. It's funky. Um I always feel super awkward watching Dave sing while not playing the guitar mm-hmm. and uh it's just weird to me, but that's just a personal thing. Um but I, you know, it's a fun live song. I just got tired of seeing it at every show. Um oh, yeah. but yeah, that's that's about how I feel. Yeah, um, I remember that first time I heard it, and I was like, "This is terrible! How is this a DMB song? Um, why did Dave try to sing it when his voice was obviously shot for those high notes? What is this?" Um, <laughs> but I've grown to like Seven. Actually, you know, it's aged pretty well for me, and you know, I think it's fun. Like you said, it's a it's good to see every now and then. Definitely not one of those things I'm clamoring for or want to see every show. And yeah, I definitely understand that it kind of looks a little weird with Dave up there um, not playing guitar and dancing awkwardly. But, you know, whatever. Dave is uh, enjoying the groove <laughs> yeah. laid down by Mr. Carter Beaufort. We're going to try something we haven't done before. I'm going to try squeak it out a little bit. All right, Albuquerque, we've, uh, that's enough for you. We need to move a little bit further east. We need to head to Oklahoma where the winds come. And they were supposed to be playing in Durant, Oklahoma. Kevin Durant, Oklahoma, Nolan. Um, but because- I was just about to make that joke. <laughs> you beat me to I it. I stepped all God. over you. Um, but because they've <laughs> never played in Kevin Durant, Oklahoma before, uh, we're going to have to give Oklahoma a little bit of love anyways. We'll have to find somewhere else that they've played, Nolan. And why don't you tell the audience where we had to go to kick this off and what year we had to kick it off in. Yeah, Bruce. Oklahoma City uh, won this one for us April 22nd, 1995. And uh, 
little bit of history with this show. Uh, it was three days after the Oklahoma City bombing. Oof. It was actually the venue was changed due to uh, all the chaos in Oklahoma City at the time. Um, it was apparently also broadcast on the radio, this concert. Uh, and at some point, Bruce, you noted that Dave says, if you're listening on the radio, thanks for buying tickets anyway. Uh, show was supposed to be outside, but then moved into a bar so no one under 21 could attend. But yeah, uh, venue change from Bricktown Brewing to In Cahoots. Hmm. And uh, only 1,800 um, in attendance. So very, very small show. Yeah, it was. But the crowd is loud and lively um, on the tape. And it is actually a very, very nice tape to listen to, to be honest. Um, so everyone out there, go ahead and download that show. It's a very quick show, very short. Um, just in the fact that they are playing very fast. And they almost seem to segue out of every single song directly into the next song for the most part. It is, um, oh. you know, they are just flowing in and out. They are feeling it. Dave was super animated. Um, and, yeah, there were a couple of highlights, and we're only going to really talk about one. Um, but I would highly suggest um, those of you that are listening now to go ahead and try to download this full show and give it a listen because it is a gem back in the spring of 95. But, Nolan, really the thing that stood out to us the most was this jam on Watchtower? We keep coming back to Watchtower on this podcast. And, you know, we talk about rolling our eyes when we see it on a set list. But for some reason, it, when we listen to these shows we've never heard before, stuff jumps out to us every single time. It is amazing. And that just goes to show you, I mean, how incredible this band is and how unique they are. And, you know, all the haters who, well, you've been to 50 Dave Matthews concerts? Yeah, because they're different every time. Don't at me. Uh, this is a perfect example of that, and this is a really cool version. They just they get so soft and quiet, Bruce, and then absolute eruption. <laughs> it's so cool. You know, they as they kick into the jam there, you get Dave still strumming the chords really hard and almost kind of like he's um, doing a little solo, and then Boyd comes in, and then Roy, and then they just bring it down to to basically silence. And, you know, obviously, like, We've always said the end is just chaos. They're just losing it. They're having a blast. Um, you know, the entire jam here is about five minutes or so. Um, so we'll cut this up for you guys into a much more palatable uh, and sizable portion here. But it is a lot of fun. It is really cool. I had honestly never heard a watchtower that goes all the way down to nothing. Um, I think that a lot of the 95 ones took it down, but maybe not to completely nothing. Anyways, I'm done rambling. Let's go ahead and listen to All Along the Watchtower from 
That was quite the find by you digging through that old 95 show. Awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, one other thing to note, you had an encore of Rhyme and Reason and Billy's, which at the time was the first rhyme in the encore in two years. And Dave says that Billy's is about, quote, their hometown in Virginia. <laughs> so that's interesting. I think he might just be talking for the sake of talking by saying that, but who knows? Maybe not. I always thought that song had a little bit more to do with South Africa, but right could be wrong there. I don't know. I know. Yeah, same. I was kind of like, what? Okay, cool. Whatever, Dave. I think I think Dave just likes to say stuff sometimes, but uh, we're going to go next to, I mean, this is, I would say this is a favorite uh, of, of the podcast, May 17th, 2016, Chesapeake Energy Arena, and also in Oklahoma City. We have a liberation, Bruce, and it is the liberation of Break Free. The first time played since 9-17-2011. That is five years uh, on the shelf, <sighs> and that's way too long. Yes. Way too long for the song to not be played. And this song pops up on the podcast every once in a while. Uh, a couple times this summer, I believe, um, a great version in our Southern Swing episode if you want to check that out. But, man, I don't know. This song is just a feel-good song to me and just screams DMB and summer. And I love it. Absolutely. freaking I, I mean, I could not agree with you more. Um, you made a note here that it, you know, the song really delivers in the jam. I mean, it delivers the whole time. You know, you're talking about the way Dave sings yeah. in the chorus, Tim's fills. I mean, absolutely. I could not have described how great this song is um, better in any other words. And in Nolan's words, he says, bring this beat back. Yes, Dave, bring <laughs> it back and bring back the jam. Ah. <sighs> I mean, I love Buddy Strong, yeah. and I hope we get Buddy on the podcast at some point. Um, but, you know, when they brought this back in 2018, I believe it was, in the fall, they played it once, I think, mm. and it was just that slow yep. jam. Let Buddy go off, and then let the whole band go off, um, because the end of this song is just a ton of fun. I'm done talking. Let's play a little bit of this liberation of Break Free, and I'm so glad we're going to play this right now. I'm jacked up.
absolutely love that. And this might actually be my favorite version Ooh. that I've ever heard of the song. Wow. Uh, Boyd. Yeah, I know. But Boyd in this one, like you always think of this song with, you know, Dave's uh, electric and then, well, Roy and Rashawn, but then Rashawn and Jeff in this version. Th- that horn line is just so good in the jam. But Boyd sneaks in here and he just start he starts doing some fills and then uh right after Rashawn goes off and Dave notices Boyd like adding this extra layer to the song and I mean Dave is like nodding his approval <laughs> there's a video on YouTube of this one um Copperpot Goat and ah. I mean Boyd just like MVP of this version for me it, it like takes it to this next level um man I'm glad we stumbled across this one. Absolutely. Um, could, you know, just could not have been more surprised the first time I remember when this came back in 2016. Um, actually, one of my buddies was there and um, provided some of the video that Copperpot is using for that version. And oh. um, he sent us a video that night so that we could hear it. And he was like, Boyd kind of soloed. I was like, what? And he sure did. And that was really, really cool. Nolan, the other part that, you know, we really wanted to highlight here, and guess what, everybody? You've already heard what we want to highlight here, and that is this segue of Granny into Bismarck. You heard Bismarck kick off the show. That's from this show. That's from this May 17th, 2016 show. Bismarck, MVP of the pod. It is one of our faves. I mean, it has taken over. It is our favorite song of all time. Not really, but. But it could be. Ugh. We're, I mean, we are on a mission, Nolan. We are getting it brought back, and we are putting that Gray Street Pod stamp of approval on that right now, yet again, with another mention of Bismarck. Yes, it's coming back. I mean, it has to. It's too good of a song to just sit on the shelf and act like it doesn't exist. Yep. I'm not I'm not about that. It is going to come back. Um, we're going to make it happen. One way or another, it's going to happen, and you can thank us uh Whenever, honestly. Um, but I hope you enjoyed listening to that as much as we did. Yeah, this next part, um, we're going to hit up Rogers, Arkansas, and South Haven, Mississippi. A couple of red states right here. And uh, if I was a teacher grading this set list, there would be red all over these shows <laughs> correcting this because... These are these are probably not the best um, shows, Bruce. There was not a lot of uniqueness, I think would be the best way to say that, for us to choose from in playing highlights. Um, but we did come across a few. Yeah, we did. And we wanted to hit these, um, these shows anyways. They would have been in Rogers, Arkansas, and South Haven, Mississippi, as you said there. Um, and so we had we only had a couple to choose from anyways. And honestly, there are barely any, if any, tapes from these shows to begin with. So we weren't really able to look for any highlights. I mean, listen for any highlights. We were able to look, but we weren't able to listen. Um, So they've only been to Arkansas a couple times here. They went back in May of 2015. um, And that actually had the uh, first Where Are You Going acoustic. Uh, Not much else to write home about there. And then we had May 30th of 2018 there in Rogers, Nolan, and um, they had a Come Tomorrow opener. I mean, <laughs> whew, lucky, lucky. But they did have one thing that we mm-hmm. did enjoy, and that was Ron Blake guesting on the saxophone on What Would You Say in Lying in, lying in the Hands of God back-to-back near the tail end of this show. And let me tell you something. Ron has got some chops. Oh, Ronnie brought the ruckus on this, and especially What Would You Say. There's a little video. um wasn't super easy to find on YouTube. But uh, of this performance, and uh, I like caught one part of it where Jeff is like taking photos of him on his phone while he's going off. Oh. But really cool, uh, cool solo, pretty lengthy. They gave him uh, a lot of room to work on this one. Yeah, what what did you think, Bruce? Oh, well deserved, giving him a lot of room there. I thought it was great. That was a fantastic. What would you say? He had a little bit of stuff there in line in the hands of God, but I think that we should play a little bit of the What Would You Say here, um, and you know, 
I wish we could have played Lion in the Hands of God. I really like the saxophone on that song, uh, but he just, you know, they didn't deliver enough there. They only gave him about a minute or so right after Dave did his screaming of the American Baby intro portion. But let's go ahead and throw a little What Would You Say Here from Mr. Old Ronnie Boy. Riverboat Ron. Well, that was just fantastic stuff from Mr. Ron Blake and Bruce. That's a that's a wrap on highlights from this show. Uh, due to the lack of tapage from these South Haven, Mississippi sets that we uh, we dug up, the band has only played there uh, two times, and they make their triumphant return on April twenty seventh, twenty thirteen, at Snowden Grove Amphitheater. It was the first show in Mississippi since October 19th, 1994. Wow. Wow, that is nuts. Two years later, May 20th, 2015, the band came back, and this is a pretty uh, pretty solid acoustic set here, Bruce. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, looking at it, the first time I kind of scanned it, I was like, eh, this show is just meh. But then... Uh, looking more into the acoustic set here, I thought it was pretty solid. Um, you've got the debut, the first time When the World Ends was played acoustically, um, which is, you know, okay, that's cool, whatever. Um, a little bit of variety. But you had a solo, Dave Solo, Little Red Bird, uh, Bartender, which was typical. But then you had, you know, Two Step, One Sweet World, Typical was in there, Jane, uh, Ants, you know, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the show, you know, kind of lacks a little bit. I think for me, the ladies closed out the main set. Um, you know, really the main highlight here is that this was the show. They were warming up for us because we saw them two nights later, the next show in Raleigh. And boy, did they deliver because they debuted Be Yourself that night. Okay. I mean, this show right Hell here yeah. in South Haven, they were just warming up to play Be Yourself for Nolan and I. <laughs> Oh, thank goodness. Thank you so much, South Haven patrons. Yeah, uh, Bruce, I actually did find this two-step on YouTube. And uh, quality, not quite there 
for us to play it on this podcast. But um, those acoustic two-step jams are kind of uh, forgotten. Mm-hmm. I at least forgot about how cool they were. But I mean, it they they changed it up for for the acoustic two sets and uh, two step sounds very nice. I loved those because they brought it back kind of, it was very similar to the jams they used to do in the early 90s, early and mid 90s on two-step. And I missed that. And yes, I totally agree. Loved two-step in the acoustic set. Um, That's a shame. We couldn't quite get the quality there to play anything. Um, And nothing really from South Haven that we could play out loud, but we did talk about you a little bit. So shout out South Haven. Maybe in 2021, you'll kick our ass well, Nolan, I mean, speaking of kicking ass, the 2020 Pseudo Summer Tour has kicked our ass, and it kicked everyone's ass, and it is done. Finito. Whew. Man, it has been a nice, what, five or so months here, four or five months of doing the Pseudo Summer Tour with you, and um, here we are. We have reached the end. What a blur, honestly. I don't even know where the time has gone throughout this entire pandemic everything is groundhog's day but that's all right that's okay you know we made the most of it bruce we hope you all enjoyed listening to us and um hope we could have provided you with a little bit of entertainment and um a little bit of dmb history but bruce i mean i'm already like really excited to get going next year i want to go to the most shows i've been to in a tour in a year where it's going to be in a historic year for DMB and they're going to kick it off hopefully if everything gets better they'll get things going May 30th 2021 at Napa Valley in at Bottle Rock um little wine festival that they had to push back from this year Bruce we're going to go ahead and do this what is your opener for the 2021 summer tour Ooh. um I'll go with what I always go with when it's been a while, and I'm going to say hello again because I have absolutely zero creativity. Oh, I get it. I get it, (laughs) yeah. Um, Okay, I'm going to go with Ants Marching. Ooh, love it. I mean, that that would be super fitting. I love that. Yeah, well, Ant's opener as a nice welcome back to live music for the band. That would be pretty epic. Uh, that would be awesome to see. I think so, too. Um, I can't wait. Hopefully we do get that. You know, everybody, please stay safe. Um, wear your masks. Do not listen to Ron DeSantis. And I think we'll be fine. <laughs> um, you know, eventually, you know, fingers crossed, we will have some sort of uh, vaccination um, and we'll be able to return to seeing live music again. More importantly, though, Bruce, with all due respect to Ron DeSantis's idiocy, please don't listen to the president either because he does not care about you. So um, I think that, Bruce, is it time to officially announce Gray Street Pod's endorsement for president um, of the United <laughs> States? Is this the time yeah, to do sure. it? Sure, sure. Right. All right. Congratulations, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Gray Street Pod is giving you the four thumbs up, all the thumbs up. Let's go do this. Yeah. So, I mean, absolutely. Regardless of um, who you vote for, make sure you do vote. And, you know, if you can in person, if you feel comfortable with that, please do that as well. Um, we most certainly have our own opinions, but we want the opinions of everyone also to be heard. And please do not just sit at home. Please do not just sit this out. Um, That is not what voting was created for. Um, Regardless, Nolan, we're riding with Biden and (laughs) we, the sun is setting on the pseudo summer tour. Make sure you get your pseudo summer tour merch on our Etsy page. But we have to leave that in the dust. That's in the past, Nolan. We have a lot of good stuff coming up. The next couple of episodes, well, if this is episode 39, their next couple, I think they have to do with some very important numbers in the DMB DMB space. I don't know what they may be, but apparently someone told me that the next two episodes could have something to do with that. But, I mean, I don't know. And we are also working on a couple of interviews as well. So, 
be on the lookout over the next month and a half or so for some epic content. Yeah, very exciting stuff in the works. So stay uh, tuned in to our social media for updates. We are at Gray Street Pod on Twitter and Instagram, the Corner of Gray Street Podcast Facebook page. Hit us up uh, on email. We are graystreetpod at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube page. I've uh, got a couple of interviews on there. And yeah, Bruce, let's just uh, keep this thing going. It was a fun pseudo summer tour with you. And uh, it's time for, time for a little break now. And we've got a couple of good episodes coming up here in the near future. Yep, it is off-season time, baby, and that means we can do whatever we want. And we will, and it's going to be GOAT. Thanks again, everybody, for listening and for uh, you know taking this bus ride with us across the entire country and across international borders for the Pseudo Summer Tour. <sighs> Thank you, everybody, for all the support, for the merch that you've purchased, for all the kind words. It has been a great, great summer, and it is now time for some different content, and we will be bringing it to you very soon. Take care, everyone. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time on the corner of Gray Street. Music fans, we wanted to let you know about Music on the Mountain, a show that will feature Anders Osborne, Dogs in a Pile, and Saints and Liars. This show will be directly after the Divided Sky Foundation's fun run at 2 p.m. on Saturday, May 18th at the base of Akimo Mountain in Ludlow, Vermont. The show is presented by The Phoenix, a national nonprofit organization offering support to those in recovery and anyone impacted by substance use to celebrate recovery. If you're running in the Divided Sky Foundation's fund run, you'll be automatically registered for the show. It's a family-friendly event, and all proceeds from ticket sales and other donations benefit the Divided Sky Foundation. Visit Music on the Mountain, that's musiconthemtn.com, for more info and to get tickets. That's musiconthemtn.com. Hope you enjoy.